What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into tonight's Sixers game recap as we discuss Wednesday night's massacre in Believeland, Sexland, what do they call it down there? Whatever it is. Um, the Sixers did not show up. I guess they stayed in Philadelphia, but we're talking about a 113 to 85 loss. And this is one of those games where, yeah, they didn't show up. Energy wasn't there. And as Doc would say, this is one where you kind of just throw away, which, yeah, in hindsight, you do kind of throw away. But I think there is some more alarming things. This isn't like when, like, the Phillies would get just just lose, like, a, a terrible game to, like, the Arizona Diamond. Like, no, like, the fact of the matter is, thus far this season, the Sixers are obviously starting off the season a little bit slower, and injuries haven't been helping the dynamic of this team and trying to build some chemistry. But when it comes to, like, quality Eastern Conference opponents, right? So we're talking about, like, the Boston Celtics. We haven't faced off against the Miami Heat, so you don't consider that, right? But... You played the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you played the Boston Celtics. Cleveland now you have to consider it as one of those teams that are going to be competing for the top five of the Eastern Conference. Sixers haven't fared well against those type of teams. You think about the Bucs. They played two against the Bucs. Obviously, last one you got. That was a great win. Big one. You lose a bit the season opener to the Boston Celtics. And now this one. That, to me, is more of the concern than what took place here tonight. Because, yeah, you're going to have those nights. You're going to have those duds. But the thing is, is like, you know, Doc says, like, it's just you just chalk it up to not showing up. But it's like you had a day off. It's not like this was like back to back where you had you were in Philly, got to travel to Cleveland overnight and then you got to play against the Cavs. Listen, this, listen, this is not the same Cavaliers team. Either. Donovan Mitchell has definitely approved this team. And it's a team that has athleticism, can score the ball, shoot the ball from three. They, they pose a, a lot of mismatches for the Philadelphia 76ers. But. When you're talking about a team like that, we've talked about it before, like literally we talked about it two nights ago, where the Atlanta Hawks with their length gives the Sixers fits. You got to play tough. You don't have that length. You don't have all that athleticism that a team like Cleveland or Atlanta or Toronto or Miami has. So you got to match that with your toughness. And I just didn't feel like that was that was there. Overall, the energy was just not there. Even a guy like Joel Embiid. Obviously, he wasn't getting the calls here tonight, which was extremely frustrating. He get teed up as well. You got Cleveland Cavaliers fans flexing. Robin Lopez having himself this game of his career against Joel Embiid, who's off here tonight. You got Cavs fans flexing. Made absolutely no sense, but I guess that's what happens when you're Cleveland. But, I mean, overall, effort's got to be better. You got spanked here tonight. You got absolutely spanked. Over 30 points. Well, we're, we're we're talking what a thirty a thirty eight point loss tonight to the Cavs. That to me is unacceptable. A loss is a loss, but you got ran out of the damn building. That was a nice. Uh, I, I like this new look for the Cleveland. I don't know what this this the land is, but I do like it. It's got a little powder blue going on, a little, little yeah, a little gold. It's a little different watching Cleveland with the gold, but it is what it is, guys. It's a little frustrating, but we'll talk. We'll talk as much as we can. There's really not much to dissect and break down here, but obviously we do have some news. Um, simple things that we're talking about with the Sixers, but I do want to hear from you guys, and I want to and I want to formally welcome you guys. Welcome, everyone, to tonight's Sixers Game Recap. Of course, I'm your boy, El Parcero, Philly, United of all things sports and culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. We got Facebook. We got YouTube. We got Twitter. We got DSM Media, so I want to formally welcome everybody. Welcome on in here tonight. Guys, the link is getting dropped in the comment section right now. If you guys want to come on in the show, we'd love to have you in. If not, keep dropping your comments, questions, and concerns. Would appreciate that. Would love to see, love to answer some of these comments, questions, and concerns. So keep dropping that in the comment section. Um, a reminder that tonight's episode of uh, Sixers Game Recap is sponsored by Lots of Rain Watches. 
If folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots Rain Watches. High quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, when you use my promo code at the checkout page, Barcelo Philly, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a Lots Rain Watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys take advantage of this great deal and make sure you guys check out our friends over at Lots Rain Watches. Awesome, awesome stuff. We got our boy Steve in the building. Stevie, how do you? Howdy to you, sir. Hope you ever had a great night, man. Hopefully, Sixers didn't damper your night. What's up, Raynell? What's up, Raynell? Raynell, let's get some dubbies in the chat, huh? Let's get some dubbies in the chat, guys. Believe it or not, guys, this is how dumb I am. All right. Now, listen, every day is a blessed day. I didn't have the best of days here today. And so I go to shave, right? You know, I always like to trim up, get the little shape up going on, right? I'm going into I have now I have a, a, a shaving bag. It's a it's a specific bag with all my things that I need to shave, trim, whatever I need to do. <laughs> Tell me how my dumbass and I use a, a safety razor. If you guys who do shave out there know what a safety razor is, kudos to you. Shall see you guys. Go dive into my damn hand and boom, nick my finger. Cut myself on my razor. Huh? It's a great day. You know, my 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 morning went like the Sixers night tonight. <laughs> I'm still seeing Evan Mobley just freaking Euro stepping on Joel Embiid. That's that's my that's how my nights go. <laughs> just kidding, man. Every day's a blessed day, man. I won't never have a bad day. Never, never, ever. Never, never, never. As my boy the Aki way says. Never, never, never. Plus, I got this bomb ass smoothie that's just I just don't want it to go. You guys ever drink something or eat something? You just don't want it to end? That's how I feel right now. Mm, awesome, awesome, awesome. Enough of me ranting. Ryan, what's going on, brother? How are you, my good friend? What's going on, my man? Hope you're having a great night, man. Hope you're having a great, great night. All right, well, let's get into this game, guys, real quick. Again, not much to really talk about, but we do have to discuss some of the things that went down into this night. And it's funny because you start off this game. First off, the mood was kind of set. We talked about it. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers wore their city edition New Jerseys. The land, as they call themselves, the land. Um, and so it, it's just weird because there's like this little smoke going on through the arena. It's like, what the fuck happened in Cleveland? They got a little rock concert going on. What's going on in Cleveland? And so things calm down. Sixers jump up to what, like an 11 to two lead. And you're thinking, so, okay, all right, well, here we go. We're here to ball in Cleveland. After we just went through an Atlanta against Atlanta, we're still hyped up off that Atlanta win going into this one. So we, we erased a 16 point deficit. It was feeling ourselves going into Cleveland. 11-2 game. It was a pretty it, it was a it was a good first quarter here for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, however, Cleveland somehow got their mojo going. They find a way to capture the lead at the end of the first quarter. It's a 25-21 game. And then in the second quarter is literally the end of the game. Like they literally could have just stopped the game at that point. Because it was it was it was just if it, it was flat out over it, it was legit legitimately over, um, the Cavaliers guys, they shot the lights out of the damn basketball court, like we're talking like sixteen of seventeen from the field. I think they missed like one th uh, two three point or no one three pointer. I'm sorry, no no they made all their three pointers. They made all their three pointers in the second period. Their second period, second quarter. What do you think of Flyers game recap? By the way, we'll be back at it for the next Flyers game, but. but this, the Cavaliers just stole the game in the second quarter. Yes, it's a combination of just the Cavs just were on, but the Sixers just kind of lost it. They lost focus. And the Cavs just 
put the foot on the damn gas pedal. Now, listen, Cleveland, or we had Cleveland's number. So revenge was bound to happen. What's a little bit more frustrating is that Jared Allen did not start this game. And we all know that Jared Allen is the one guy in this league. Not many could do it, but one guy in this league that can actually slow down Joel Hans and beat. Now, I think that tonight, it wasn't Robin Lopez that stopped Joel Hans and beat. I think Joel Hans and beat stopped Joel Hans and beat. All right, for all you Cavalier fans and you Embiid haters. By the way, I'm I'm, I'm in the gym this morning. I, I know I'm going off on a bunch of different tangents today, but I have to get this off my chest. I'm in the gym this morning. You know, it's 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 a uh, it's it's a uh, it's push day. It's uh, it's chest, triceps, and, and and shoulder day. So I'm over here working on the shoulder presses. Look up on the TV. You got ESPN, and they're talking NB, NBA MVP race. And it's back to the guards. Do we just witness two of the, my favorite years of basketball? I loved, or I loved, and I wasn't alive for this. I loved when the center position dominated the, the league. I love the center position. Because the thing is, is that there's not many other sports where a seven-foot beast just dominates. Now, when I was growing up, you know, you had Shaquille O'Neal. Kevin Mutombo was getting a little bit older. Ben Wallace. Who remembers Ben Wallace? You had guys who made difference as at the center position. And then the position evolved. It became like a, a, a position that you didn't even care about. I mean, the Golden State Warriors won Andrew Bogan. No disrespect to Andrew Bogan. He did a solid job during those years. But it's Andrew Bogey at the end at the age that he was. It was dope watching Jokic and Embiid going at it for the MVP for two straight seasons. Now, Jokic may have robbed Joel Embiid. You know, we can discuss that another day. But that was fun. And, and it's like both these guys evolved the position. Both these guys do a little bit of everything on the court. Except for Jokic doesn't play a lick of defense, and that's why he should not be the MVP. Boom! But this Cavs team pre does present themselves some serious, serious, serious mashup issues for the Sixers here. Now, in the, in that second quarter, like I mentioned, they shot the lights out. It was like 16 to 17 for the field, perfect from a three-point line, and the Sixers just couldn't get in any rhythm going because the Cavs were just on. We talk about being in the zone all the time in this channel. They were in the damn zone all damn night. and Or, I'm sorry, in that second quarter. And, and, they, and the Sixers really could not get any rhythm going. It was a 69 to 48 lead by the Cavs going into the second half. We got to a 30-point lead at a point in this game. Now, the Sixers cut it down to, it was like, it was like 20, what well, was like 26, 24, and the Cavs turn it back on. And then we wind up with a 38-point loss here tonight. I mean, really nothing in, in the second half that really is worth mentioning. Um, Saving Lee. Saving Lee appearance there you go that's your highlight of the second half it, it, it's it was just damn atrocious and the Sixers really just could not they could not bounce back they, they flat out cannot bounce back 33 points the largest lead of the night here by this by the damn freaking Cavaliers man I kudos to them now look I I, I do think that the six the Sixers like you tend to believe that they will bounce up because typically they do bounce back but you're going to go up against a, a Grizzlies. I don't want to talk too much about the Grizzlies, but they're going to go up against a Grizzlies team that do play similarly to how this team plays. 
And this is my pro- this is my concern. How do you combat teams like this with athleticism, with length, who can shoot the ball? Modern day basketball. How do you combat that when you still look like you're in the 2010s? Not even like the 2000s. You don't have that many shooters. You got a couple defensive players. And that's how this that, that's the one question six you're gonna have to figure out. Now Tobias Harris left tonight's game. And I can't believe I actually saw slander for Tobias Harris. The dude actually has an illness going on, and we don't know too much information because, listen, let's have some respect for people's privacies. Like, you don't need to know every single thing going on with their privacy. Just know he's sick. That's all you got to know. But the fact that people were killing him, he had three points in 23 minutes, and he left the game. Dude was not feeling well. Dude left the building. You think he just left the building because he, he was over it? No. Dude was a big part of the past week or two. Ever since Joel, Tyrese, and James have been gone, he's been a big part of it. I can't believe people really were faulting him for that. I thought that to me was a little bit outlandish. I know, I know, Tobias gets like outlandish hate in the city, but that was wild to me, like absolutely wild to me. Now the Melton Milton um, backcourt, I actually do love that the Melton Milton backcourt. Hopefully, they can continue being our backup backcourts. I like that. Um, not as dominant here tonight. Uh, tw- uh, 23 points here where these guys have really been a big part of this team going forward. And they just really couldn't get anything going. I mean, Cleveland, they offensively, that athleticism and that size really affects it. But defensively, it does it does the same damn effect. And it is kind of, and especially when you got a back core of what, like what? Shake Milton's like, Shake Milton's not bigger than, not, no bigger than 6'2". He's 6'5". That's crazy. He's 6'5. So wait, so that means Melton's got to be like 6'3. Let's see. The Anthony Melton. 6'2. Not bad. Not bad. I was close. I was definitely close. But a USC bull. Okay. But regardless, short backcourt. What and, and like what? Donovan Mitchell's like what? 6'6, six, 6'7. Six, six, you got um Darius Garland, like 6'4. And then everyone else is just fucking humongous. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. And, you know, it's crazy because this Cleveland Cavaliers team has gone through so many different looks and different phases. You know, last year they got they got the three-man front court. They had Jared Allen and Mobley and Laurie Markin. And, and that trade with the Jazz was humongous for them. They were they they were not going to keep all three of their bigs, right? They were there was no way they're keeping Mobley, Allen, and Markinen. And so they went on, they flipped marketing with Colin Sexton. It was a guy that they kind of gave up on, which hindsight, hindsight was good for both ends, honestly, because Cleveland gets themselves a proven NBA star who can lead the team and provide you more than what Colin Sexton could. And, and Jazz got a young guard who, listen, you guys, I told, I've been telling y'all, don't give up on Sexton. That dude looks, I, I definitely would have not traded Ben Simmons traded for Colin Sexton, like some people were saying. Definitely glad we hold it held out because you know we kind of got James Harden and still got a lot to see there with James Harden. But I mean that this this team definitely provides some serious mismatches here for the Sixers. Uh second half didn't contribute to winning. I mean, listen, Ryan, this game was over in the second quarter. They put up 44. It was a 69-44 lead at that at the, at the, at the halftime. Sixers had no answers in the second half. 
Now, I do think the next time you do face off against this team, they'll be much better. Another problem is, too, that we haven't really talked about. This team has not been good on the road. They've really struggled on the road. It, it's been different. It kind of feels like 2020, if you guys remember, dominant at home, struggling on the road. They look like a different team on there. Some of their worst losses of the season has come on the road. So they're going to have to try to figure that out. Um, but I, I, this this one, Ryan, it's really just the Cavs went off in the second quarter. And for the Sixers, it was tough for them to come back from that. It just is what it is, man. I'll keep in the balance. Double team. Uh, Carrie Silver actually did mention something very interesting. After the game, talked about the game plan against the Sixers. And they were very strategic about the double team, knowing when to throw it. Teams love to just, Joel beats out the ball. Everyone double team, triple team. Nah. But the way the Cavs did it tonight was very patient and very strategic. And that's why it worked very well. And that's how kind of you got to slow down Joel Embiid, honestly. I mean, the Cavs do present mismatches for the Sixers team when it comes to the length, when it comes to the athleticism, when it comes to the shooting ability. Heck, even their bigs can shoot on this team. But then you also match that with Jared Allen, a, a very, very reliable defender for the Cavaliers, someone who has stopped Joel Embiid in the past. I mean, I'll be honest. It's not a playoff matchup I would be looking forward to. But you do have to believe that the experience the Sixers team does have would probably give them the edge. You would hope. You would hope. But you never know. Uh, where are we at? Uh, Cavaliers will be great. I mean, dude. I, I, it's You got a little bit of everything besides just like the wow factor. Because like you think about it like Cleveland... It's the same bull crap, the same cycle they, they just constantly put themselves into. You know, LeBron gets drafted at Cleveland. They enjoy the best era of Cavs basketball. Then he does the whole decision, goes down to Miami. Cavs are just terrible. They win a couple lotteries, right? What they draft, uh, uh, well, obviously, Kyrie Irving was the big one. There was another first round, first overall pick. I know Wiggins, right? And then they traded... Uh, Traded away for Kevin Love, but what the? F there was another. Was it Anthony Bennett? I think it was Anthony Bennett. You had Anthony Bennett. You had Andrew Wiggins. Um, so they got lucky a couple of years, and then obviously LeBron decides to come back, trades Wiggins for Love, and they win another championship. Go to like two more. Gave us one, some great NBA Finals and NBA Finals history, and then LeBron leaves again, <laughs> just like that. LeBron's gone, and you you gotta give him kudos because. One of the best players of all time happens to be from Cleveland and happens to get drafted to Cleveland, number one overall, and happens to do not one but two stints in Cleveland. And he decides to leave, and Cleveland has done a great job of bouncing back. They bounced back the first time, and they're bouncing back now. The problem is, is that LeBron kind of effed himself over. Now he can't go back to Cleveland unless he decides to kick out Dan Gilbert, which I always said that I could see that happening. I could see LeBron like trying to get Dan Gilbert out of Cleveland. Maybe maybe come back in some sort of uh, front office position. I would hate, and I mean hate, to work under LeBron James as a front office guy. Dude, I guarantee you LeBron James will be a worse 
front office executive than Michael Jordan. I guarantee, and I'll put money on that. There's no way LeBron's going to be better than Michael Jordan. I mean, he sucks now. He's playing in the dams. He's playing in the league, and he doesn't know how to build a roster. He goes, why don't we bring back the 2008 NBA All-Star starting lineup? And we're going to win in 2022. How does that even make sense? Hey, that's just Cleveland. Look who it is to Cleveland. They built together a really good squad from Garland. And you could get, get rid of Sexton for Mitchell with marketing in that trade as well. Isaac Okoro, great six man coming off the bench. Evan Mobley, geez Louise, guy could do everything with the length that he has. Perfect to match up with Jared Allen, a rim protector. It's a great lot. It's a great little lineup they got going on. And Donovan Mitchell is pretty damn good as well. Still not the rookie of the year. I don't know why I'm flexing that. Fuck Ben Simmons. <laughs> the Anthony Melton size has even playing. I mean, dude, the Anthony Melton is a little pesk. Obviously, dude can can shoot the ball right, but defensively, he's a little pest. He gets some steals. He holds his own. He'll take a charge when he needs to as well. I mean, tonight's matchup was just tough, man. It, it, well, he's going up against Donovan Mitchell. Come on now. It's a tough little matchup, guys. All right. Let's uh, let's start getting backstage open, guys. If you guys want to come on in the show right now, the link is in the chat. Copy, paste that bad boy. Let's get you guys some of you on. Love to hear from you. Start off with our boy Don Raynell. Welcome on to Six Game Recap. How we feel, man? Hello there. What's going on, bro? Good. What about the Sixers, though? Good. Good. Just got just got slapped around. Oh no. One thirteen eighty five loss tonight, right now. That's bad. That's bad. Not pretty at all, man. Joel and B like nineteen points. Um, to ruin my night. Early. You ruined my night. Me? I didn't play right now. I was in I'm I was kidding. in South Jersey. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's all good right now. It's all good. Well, you uh, the Sixers ruined my night. Nah, I feel that, man. I feel that. I, I it's it happens, right? But it's like it just this one didn't feel like it should have happened. You had a night off. You're coming off a big win against Atlanta. And you've had Cleveland's number. Now, although Cleveland came in very motivated, where was your motivation? This is the NBA. These are all good teams. You, you know? look like that USA player who got injured. Who are you talking about? Are you talking about um, Pulisic? Yeah. Man, Pulisic, man, Pulisic sacrificed his manhood to send the USA to the round of 16. Captain America. Captain America, man. That's that's incredible. That's it's hopefully Joel Embiid does the same in the playoffs, man. <laughs> Bring up a championship to Philly. <laughs> I'm still happy because you will see me in the knockout stage. Yeah, man, you should be. It's fun, man. It's fun when they're when they're good. I don't know how far they'll go. It, I, they have a good chance Saturday against the Netherlands, but uh, it's gonna be tough. not only happy of USA. I'm happy because Mexico's not in it either. It's rough right now. It's too soon, man. It's too soon for the Mexicans. <laughs> Thank you, Messi. <laughs> I love it, man. I love the banter, man. Who's worse, the Mexican national team or, 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 or Boston Celtics? 
the the Mexican team. <laughs> I love it right now. No, both. It. Let's say both. Let's, Let's say go. Both. We'll go with a nice draw, man, because we're soccer fans. Um, right now, so next next up for the Sixers, right? They got yeah. themselves. You ready for this? The Memphis Grizzlies on oh, Friday no. night, man. Oh we, no, that's gonna no, be tough. Not John Morant. John Morant. The Andy's gonna go back to Memphis, dude. Oh, no, not rightful creep. Oh. <laughs> not John Morant, please. Yeah, dude, he's gonna he's gonna cook up Shake Miller, man. He's gonna turn oh, shake and no. shake and bake. We need we need Joel Embiid. You should be you should be all right for this for this game. The one that you really want to concern yourself about is Tobias Harris. He left today with an illness. Um, we don't have any other word, but that's the concern for me is uh, Tobias Harris. Oh, yeah. we shall see what happens, man. Okay. Well, right now, man, we'll, uh, we'll we'll catch up soon. All right, brother. Thanks for coming okay. on, man. Okay. Captain America, don't right now. Checking on in. We love it, man. We love it. Yeah, I mean, listen, obviously injuries have been an issue here with the Sixers. Kind of what happens, excuse me, when you have an older team. Um, Tobias, we'll see what the status is for him for Friday. Hopefully he'll be good enough to come out and play. I don't know what the illness is. I don't know the extent of how long he will be out, but definitely we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and, of course, we did get some news, obviously, last Tuesday on Tuesday night. We talked about Tyrese coming off the boot, so that was very promising. And then today, uh, Sh- your boy Shams, Shams Sharamia. Sharama, I can't even pronounce his name. Sorry, Shams. Um, James Harden looking like he should be back in the neck in the next two weeks. This the I oh, from what I hear, Monday, the the Sixers will be in Houston. James Harden is eyeing a return to Houston, which would be in the two week time frame that we just discussed. I would expect that James Harden would want to go out there. I think this is the first time he's been... No, I think he went back with Brooklyn. I do think he went back with Brooklyn, but I, I do think that's something special. I mean, listen, when it's all said and done, I know we love James, and if we win a championship with him, I know we're going to love him even more, but I when I think of James Harden, he's a rocket, right? Like, he's a Houston rocket. Like, when, you, when he retires and he goes in the Hall of Fame, it's going to be the Rockets, the big logo, and then you got the Sixers, and you're going to have a little itty-bitty little the Nets are gonna be like little itty bitty on that little resume, and then you got OKC, right? Don't forget what he played. No, he got drafted by OKC, but uh, I think I think he's gonna really want to try to come back for that one. And the main issue now what you have with this team is that you got a little bit of chemistry going on. And in the past week, the ball movement has been the best all season. And how is that going to look when you have to implement Shake? I'm sorry, not Shake. James Harden and uh, Tyrese Maxey back in there. I do feel that, and I know not people want to hear this, but I do feel like what is best suited for the Sixers team is to have Joel Embiid play as that prototypical rim protector for most of the games. I think you got to use Jay, Joel Embiid when needed and in the clutch moments because that is who Joel Embiid is. Joel B could do literally everything on the basketball court. But I think that if you put the ball and you put the the pressure on the team uh, as a whole, instead of Joel Embiid, I think that's conducive. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Joel Embiid drops 59 against the Jazz. That was great. But that didn't prove anything to me because I've seen that countless of times. I know he can do that. But this team needs to figure out how to play together as a unit. 
Shake Mill is not going to get any of these looks once all these guys come back. We got to figure out how to dis- how to distribute it all. So we'll see what happens. All right. So Friday night, Friday night basketball, Sixers versus Grizzlies. Grizzlies have our number. I don't remember the last time we won in Memphis. It's been a while. Um, so it's not very it's not very uh, promising. And uh, coming off a bad loss like this, you need a bounce back. But I don't know if that's going to happen on Friday night. So we'll see what happens and we'll see what we have as far as players go. But guys, it's going to do it. It's going to do it for tonight's Sixers game recap. Appreciate everyone coming on in. Thanks so much for hanging out, talking some Sixers ball. Make sure you guys hit the like button if you enjoyed today's content. Subscribe for more Philadelphia sports. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are available wherever you stream podcasts. We're on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Oi in Philly Sports. Everyone uh, got their wraps up today. Their, their wraps of 2022. Guys, get 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 this pod up, guys. Let's get these numbers up. We had a great year, but we can always, always do better. So make sure you guys show some, show some love. I really do appreciate that. I really do, guys. Guys, uh, thank you so much for watching, guys. Until next time, I go by the name El Parcero Philly, and I am telling you guys, let's go Sixers. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>